Good morning, dear members of our congregation. It is a privilege to stand before you today as we embark on a journey through the annals of history to explore a timeless theme that resonates deeply with our present reality and the social justice in the early church and its lessons for today. In a world where division and disparity often cast a long shadow, the concept of social justice stands as a beacon of hope, reminding us that compassion and equality can prevail. Imagine for a moment a society where the boundaries that divide us are blurred, where the cries of the marginalized are heard and answered, and where collective action ignites transformative change. This vision, my friends, is not confined to utopian dreams. It finds its roots in the very heart of the early church, a community that embraced social justice as a cornerstone of its identity. As we gather here, our hearts yearning for guidance amidst the complexities of our time, let us journey back to the early days of the church, a period where the seeds of social justice were sown, taking root and bearing fruit that still holds relevance today. Through the pages of history, we will discover that the lessons learned from the past have the power to illuminate the path forward. In the moments that follow, we shall delve into the essence of social justice, its embodiment in the early church, and its enduring significance for our lives in the present. We will witness the commitment of early Christians to radical equality, their unwavering care for the marginalized, and their resolute, resolute advocacy for change. Their actions stand as an invitation for us to examine our own lives and ask how we can stand in solidarity with those who still cry out for justice. Dear friends, the message of social justice is not a mere historical anecdote. It is a calling that echoes through the ages and beckons us to respond. Let us listen attentively, learn earnestly, and be inspired to take tangible steps in the pursuit of a more just and compassionate society. As we embark on this journey, may our hearts be open, our minds receptive, and our spirits stirred by the lessons of the past as we consider how they might guide us towards a future that shines with the light of justice and equality. So let us begin this exploration together, drawing from the wisdom of the early church as we seek to uncover the timeless lessons it offers for us today. Before we proceed on our journey through the pages of history, let us ground ourselves in the sacred words that have guided countless generations of believers. Today, we turn to a passage that offers a glimpse into the heart of the early church's commitment to social justice, a commitment that continues to resonate through the corridors of time. Please join me in turning to the book of Acts, chapter 2, verses 42 through 47. As I read these verses, let us consider not just the words themselves, but the spirit they encapsulate, a spirit that propelled the early church towards action that would leave an indelible mark on the world. It reads, They were continually devoting themselves to the apostles' teaching and to fellowship, to the breaking of bread and to prayer. Everyone kept feeling a sense of awe, and many wonders and signs were taking place through the apostles. And 
all the believers were together and had all things in common, and they would sell their property and possessions and share them with all to the extent that anyone had need. Day by day, continuing with one mind in the temple and breaking bread from house to house, they were taking their meals together with gladness and sincerity of heart, praising God and having favor with all the people. And the Lord was adding to their numbers day by day those who were being saved. In this passage, we witness a community characterized by its devotion to the teachings of the Apostle its fervent fellowship, and a shared commitment to breaking bread together. But perhaps the most striking aspect is the willingness of those early believers to share all they had, ensuring that none among them lacked basic necessities. As we reflect on this passage, remember that these actions were not isolated occurrences, but reflections of a deeper understanding. An understanding that social justice was not just a matter of benevolence, but a matter of justice. In embracing one another as family, they echoed the divine call to care for the least among them, to lift up the marginalized, and to bridge the gaps that separated them. Let us hold this passage in our hearts as we journey forward, for it lays the foundation upon which the early church built its ethos of social justice. It is not merely a historical anecdote, but a living testament to the transformative power of compassion and solidarity. As we explore further, let us seek to understand not only what they did, but why they did it. For in those whys lie the lesson that can illuminate our path today. Now that we have immersed ourselves in the timeless words of the early church, let us embark on a deeper journey of understanding peering into the historical context and the profound meaning behind the actions we've encountered. The passage from Acts 2, 42-47 offers us a snapshot of the early believers' devotion, but it also provides a window into the, into the remarkable transformation that was underway. In those verses, we glimpse a community that had come to embrace the radical concept of equality, an equality that transcended social boundaries, economic differences, and cultural divisions. The early church was birthed in a world characterized by stark inequalities. Social classes were sharply defined, and economic disparity was rampant. However, within the button community of believers, something extraordinary was taking place. Their devotion to the apostles' teachings was not merely an intellectual exercise, but a commitment to embody those teachings in their daily lives. The result was a communal spirit that extended beyond the boundaries of self-interest. The early church dared to challenge the prevailing norms of their time by emphasizing that all believers were equal in the eyes of God. This revolutionary notion found expression in their shared possessions and mutual support. Galatians 3.28 reminds us that there is neither Jew nor Greek, slave nor free, male nor female, for you are all one in Christ Jesus. This was more than a theological statement. It was a call to action. The early church didn't stop at radical equality. They extended their care to the most vulnerable among them. Widows, orphans, and those on the fringes of society found themselves enveloped in a network of support. Their actions reflected the heart of God, who has always shown special concern for those who are often overlooked. 
The early Christians understood that living out social justice required more than internal acts of charity. They boldly spoke out against social inequalities and injustices, echoing the prophetic tradition of advocating for the downtrodden. Just as Jesus challenged the status quo, so did the early church. Consider the story of Tabitha, who is also known as Dorcas, found in Acts 9, 36-43. She was known for her acts of charity, specifically for making clothing for widows. Her actions not only met practical needs, but also communicated a message of dignity and worth. Tabitha's story is a poignant illustration of how the early church's commitment to social justice was tangibly expressed through individual lives. As we delve into these historical lessons, let us remember that the early church's actions were not confined to the pages of history. They were a clarion call, a model that invites us to examine our own attitudes towards equality, care for the marginalized, and advocacy for transformation. Let us listen closely, for the whispers of their convictions resonate through the ages, beckoning us to contemplate their implications for our lives today. Having delved into the early church's commitment to social justice, we find ourselves at a crossroads where history meets our present reality. The principles and actions of those early believers are not relics of a bygone era, era, but powerful guides that illuminate our path forward, shaping our response to the injustices that persist in our world today. As we consider the social justice issues that weigh heavily on our hearts and communities, we're reminded that the challenges faced by the early church bear striking similarities to those we encounter now. Poverty, inequality, discrimination, these are not new foes, but enduring struggles that call for our collective attention. In the midst of these challenges, the lessons from the early church offer us practical steps that we can take to make a difference. Just as they saw beyond social barriers to embrace equality, we too can strive to see the intrinsic worth of every human being regardless of background or circumstance. We can extend our care to the marginalized, following the example of those who cared for widows and orphans. We can be advocates for transformation, raising our voices against systematic injustices that perpetuate inequality. But let us not be content with simply knowing what should be done. Let us take action. This might involve volunteering our time to local organizations that address the needs of the marginalized, using our resources to uplift those who are oppressed, and engaging in conversations that challenge the status quo. The call to social justice is not a passive one. It requires us to be intentional and proactive in our efforts. Furthermore, let us be attentive to the ways in which our own biases and privilege might unintentionally perpetuate injustice. The early church's model encourages us to examine our hearts and actions, seeking to ensure that our pursuit of justice is sincere and humble. As we strive to apply the lessons of the early church to our lives, let us also remember that change takes time. Just as the early believers embarked on a journey of transformation, so too must we embark on a journey of personal and societal change. And like them, we are not alone on this journey. We are united with a community of believers who share a vision of a more just world. So let us heed the call to action that echoes through history, resonating with our 
our hearts today. May our response to injustice be marked by compassion, courage, and a steadfast commitment to creating a world that reflects the values of God's kingdom. As we stand on the shoulders of those who came before us, let us too become agents of change, continuing the work of social justice that the early church began. As we transition from our exploration of the lessons of the early church's commitment to social justice and the relevance for our lives today, let us take a moment to reflect on the threads that we've woven together. We've journeyed through history, peering into the lives of those who sought to embody the transformative power of compassion and equality. From the radical equality they embraced, to the care they extended to the marginalized, and the advocacy that drove them to speak out against injustice, we've discovered a tapestry of principles that transcend time. The story of the early church is not confined to a distant past, but rather it speaks directly to the challenges and opportunities that stand before us. As we prepare to conclude, let us hold on to these lessons as both a mirror to reflect upon our current reality and a lantern to illuminate the path that lies ahead. Let us consider how we, as a community of believers, can heed the call to social justice in our own time, standing as witnesses to the transformative power of Christ's teachings in action. With this in mind, let us move into the concluding part of our sermon, where we will recap the main points, reinforce the central message, and issue a call to action that extends beyond these walls and into the world where we are called to be ambassadors of hope and change. As we stand at the threshold of our conclusion, let us take a moment to reflect on the journey we've undertaken. We've walked the path of history guided by the light of the early church's commitment to social justice. And we've discovered a treasure trove of wisdom that remains as relevant today as it was centuries ago. We've witnessed how the early church, fueled by the devotion to Christ's teachings, embraced radical equality and transcended societal divisions. We've marveled at their care for the marginalized, a testament to their understanding that compassion is not just an option but an imperative and we've listened to their call to advocacy and transformation recognizing that faith without action is incomplete as we look back on the lessons of the early church we are reminded that social justice is not a fleeting trend or a mere buzzword it is a timeless calling that echoes through generations Their example challenges us to question the status quo, to extend a helping hand to those who need it most, and to raise our voices for those who have been silenced. Today, the torch of social justice has been passed to us. We stand as torchbearers in a world where injustice still rears its head, where inequality persists, and where the marginalized continue to cry out for justice. The lessons of the early church urge us to take action, to become the hands and feet of Christ in a world that longs for healing. Let us remember that our faith is not confined to these walls. It is a living, breathing force that should guide our choices, our interactions, and our priorities. Let us take the principles we gleaned from the early church and infuse them into our daily lives, our communities, and our societies. As we conclude, I want to leave you with the words of the Apostle James who wrote, Faith by itself, if it does not have works, is dead. 
and that is from James 2.17. Let our faith be a living dynamic force that fuels our pursuit of social justice. Let us be a community that not only speaks of love and equality, but lives it out in practical ways. May we carry the torch of social justice with courage, compassion, and unwavering determination. Let us be a force for positive change in our families, our neighborhoods, and our world. And may our commitment to justice be a testament to the transformative power of Christ's love. In closing, let us remember that the lessons of the early church remind us that her actions have the potential to ripple through time, leaving a lasting impact for generations to come. Let us go forth from this place, carrying the light of social justice, knowing that we stand on the shoulders of those who have gone before us and that our actions today can shape a more just and compassionate world. And now, as we prepare to depart from this gathering, let us carry this message with with us and seek ways to enact change, knowing that we do not walk alone, but with the presence of God guiding and empowering us every step of the way. So let's pray. Heavenly Father, as we stand on the precipice of this moment, our hearts are stirred by the echoes of history, the stories of a community that dared to embrace social justice as a guiding principle. We are grateful for the lessons we've learned today, for the insights into our into the lives of those who came before us, and for the wisdom that illuminates our path forward. Lord, we thank you for the early church's example of radical empathy, radical equality, and of caring for the marginalized and of advocating for transformation. We pray that these lessons take root within us, inspiring us to become beacons of love and compassion in a world that often hungers for justice. Grant us the courage to step outside our comfort zones, the empathy to truly listen to those who are silenced, and the wisdom to discern the ways in which we can contribute to positive change. May our actions be fueled by a genuine desire to see the kingdom of love and justice established on earth. Guide us as we navigate the complexities of our world, giving us the strength to challenge injustices wherever we encounter them and to stand with those who suffer. We pray that our lives may reflect the transformative power of your grace, that we may may be agents of healing and hope. As we depart from this place, may the lessons we've absorbed infuse our daily interactions, shaping us into vessels of your compassion. Help us to embody the love of Christ in all that we do, extending a hand of friendship, a word of encouragement, and a commitment to justice. We offer this prayer in the name of Jesus, who taught us to love our neighbors as ourselves. May your spirit guide us as we seek to make your will manifest in our world. Amen. Before we conclude our time together, let's receive a final blessing, a benediction that sends us forth with hearts aflame, inspired by the lessons of the early church and ready to embrace the call to social justice that resounds throughout the ages. May the God of justice and compassion fill you with a deep sense of purpose and conviction. May you go forth from this place, not as passive observers, but as active participants in the work of justice and equality. May you be agents of change, standing against the tides of injustice and equality, and working to create a world where love and compassion reign supreme. 
May your actions be a testament to the transformative power of Christ's teachings and a testament to the enduring relevance of the early church's example. As you step into the world beyond these walls, may you carry the light of social justice with you, illuminating the path for others to follow. May your words and deeds be a source of hope and inspiration, a living testament to the value of God's kingdom. And may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God the Father, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you now and always. Go in peace, empowered by the lessons of history and the guidance of the Spirit. Let your actions be a reflection of the love and justice we've explored today. Thank you.